Welcome back to Cinema Adventures, where three friends sit around and talk about the hottest movies, TV shows, and everything in between. Today, we're talking about Men in Black International, starring Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. Ooh, boy, this one. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to get into it, Nadi. Okay. All right. Uh, First impressions a little bit here, Nadi. I know we don't do that anymore, but just give me a little bit. Um, I enjoyed it. Because I love the Men in Black franchise in general. I was really disappointed that, you know, Will Smith and uh, Tommy Lee Jones weren't going to come back, and, you know, um, into the movie. But, I mean, I, I enjoyed the cast. I mean, I love Liam Neeson. I love Tessa Thompson. I love Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Um, I mean, and they have great chemistry. For they, have amazing chemistry. Yep. they have amazing chemistry together. And including with this, they had really good chemistry. Yeah, their chemistry um, in this is good. Yeah. Um, the story itself... <laughs> not great. It's not honestly great. not not great. No. no, it's not a great story. No, it's a straight copy paste story. It's been done before. Yeah, many times. Um, but I mean, all in all, I still enjoyed. It was entertaining. Okay, I enjoyed watching the movie. It wasn't. I I I got what I expected. I didn't expect it to be amazing. I didn't think it was going to be the best one out of all of all of the four. Now, um, I got what I, I got what I wanted. More okay, or less. I I um. I'll agree with that. My expectations were like super low. So I, I was not like being like, this is yeah. going to blow my mind. Like, um, I took my dad with me. Okay. Um, Father's Day, you know, took nice. him to the movies. Uh, yeah, he enjoyed it. He laughed. I laughed. I, I thought this movie was, uh, unlike Godzilla King of Monsters, was really funny. Like, I think <laughs> that's, a, that's a bad movie for different reasons. Yeah. Um, this movie actually had some really good laughs. Um, and I think that's all due to Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, if those two weren't in it, this movie probably would have been super bland. Um, but that was great. And we'll get into some other stuff in spoilers. Um, but overall, yeah, just uh, it was okay. It was all right. We'll get into it. Yeah. The first one's amazing. Oh, yeah. Just rewatch the first one. Oh, definitely. I love the first one. <laughs> Second one's garbage. Skip it. Yeah, the first and the third one are the, are are the best, right? Are my yeah. favorite. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Let's, uh, let's get into spoilers. Yeah, let's get into it. All right. Here's a trailer for Men in Black International. Always remember, the universe has a way of leading you to where you're supposed to be at the moment you're supposed to be there. Let's do this. It took me 20 years to find you. How many people can say that? You are the best kept secret in the universe. And I found you. Which makes me perfect for this job. You really think a black suit is going to solve all your problems? Mm, no, but looks damn good on you. Oh snap! Oh snap! Oh snap! Oh snap! Oh snap! We are a rumor, recognizable only as deja vu, and dismissed just as quickly. Time to prove yourself, Agent M. We may have a problem in London. Welcome to MIB. Moving on, losing. You will be with Agent H, one of the best ever to wear this suit. Ah! Catching up on my daily meditation. Time for lunch, I think. Are you hungry? It's 9.30. Perfect. Tuesday's taco day. When I come to the clubs, step aside. Pop the seats, don't be heavy in the line. 
we've been compromised. It puts every citizen of this planet at risk. trailer for men in black international all right full-on spoilers okay (laughs) (laughs) i can't wait okay the first thing that kind of like i was like okay what the fuck was the beginning the beginning the beginning okay okay so let's talk about it they just (laughs) (laughs) let's let's just rip that band-aid off naughty come on it started off it's liam neeson and chris hemsworth and they're they're in paris and they're just like the bad boys of of men of black international you can tell that they're like the top dogs and this whole scene at the beginning was a little confusing it was like okay they go up to the very top then they go down and then that's where just i i was thrown off okay so i was like what the fuck happened here i'm gonna tell okay so the biggest issue with this movie is script level so the script is awful okay it is it's bad you have you can't do this to an audience you have three time jumps within 10 minutes that is super confusing for people so we start out in 2016 in paris Mm -hmm. with two different characters yeah we time jump backwards 30 years to new york Mm -hmm. with tessa thompson's character Mm -hmm. when she's a child then we jump forward to 2019 with Tessa Thompson. Yeah. So it's like, what the French toast is happening <laughs> in this movie? And why does any of it matter? So right off the bat, I'm sitting there. I'm like, this is... My dad was like, wait, what's happening? Like, right away, you get confused because you're like, why is there so many time jumps? Yeah. Just start with Tessa Thompson, then jump forward, then do the time back with Chris Hemsworth. In the and middle. The, in the middle. Yeah. He didn't need it at the beginning. Or just don't mention it at all. Exactly. And, and that's we'll, why I was like, wait, what? Why not just flash back to it later? Mm-hmm. Like in the reveal when he realizes, oh, I've been neuralized. Exactly. Do the flashback then. Exactly. Why does it have to be at the beginning? Mm-hmm. We don't give a shit. Mm-mm. Oh, man. It was so confusing. Yeah. Yeah, this movie has the the last Pirates of the Caribbean issue. Oh, that movie was like that movie was terrible. same thing. Just so many time jumps and like flashbacks, and I'm like, these are all in the wrong place. These are just bad editing, bad yeah. script writing. Yeah. Um, talking about that, mm-hmm. I was I was telling you before we started the podcast. So Men in Black International had a horrible box office. Um, it's not doing great for my damn summer wagers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> episode coming soon. So basically. The director, um, F. Gary Thompson. Mm-hmm. Or, and I was really excited about him being the director, too. Well, he directed the last um, uh, Fast and Furious franchise. Yes, movie. he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's great. He threatened to leave the project like 15 times. Oh, wow. So apparently, Tessa Thompson and Chris M. were signed on for the project. This just came out. This just hit the news. Um, they signed on for the project mm-hmm. with the original script. Okay. 
They were excited about the original script. That's why they signed on. The producers of Men in Black, and this goes back to the first, first trilogy okay. um, of movies, have always had issues with the directors and the studio. They keep rewriting the movies and trying to change them. So the producer for this one kept fighting everybody and rewriting it because he has final say oh, on the movie. God. So he went in and, and tried to change the movie and rewrote it. It got so bad. This is literally in the press right now. This is an article I'm reading on uh, SlashFilm.com. Um, Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth both hired, paid po- out of pocket their own money, scr- uh, dialogue coaches oh, to wow. help them beef up their roles <laughs> because they were so worried about the movie that they hired their own people to be like, hey, come in, help us punch up some jokes, help yeah. us punch up our lines, and make sure at least we're good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's not the first time that's happened. That's happened on other movies. Um, But that's how crazy this franchise is. And apparently there was huge discussion um, when the whole Sony hack happened and everything um, that they were considering doing a crossover with 21 Jump Street. Which I'm glad they didn't do. I'm so glad they didn't do that because they couldn't get to work anyways. Yeah. Um, They talked about bringing back the original cast, but they wanted to (laughs) reboot it. And I'm like, you don't bring back Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. But you bring back Emma Thompson? Uh, no, Emma. No. Uh, is it Emma Thompson? Is it Emma Thompson? Uh, I believe so. She, because um, she was in one of the other movies. Yeah. Te- oh, uh, wait. Is it Emma? Yeah, Emma Thompson. Yeah. Uh, Agent O. She was mm-hmm. in the other like movie. Three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you're still connecting the, the franchise. Universe, Why don't exactly. you just reboot the whole thing completely? Like start from yeah. scratch. Like whatever. And so uh, they still wanted to keep those connective tissue, but the director had issues. He wanted to leave the project. He didn't even want his name on the project, uh, which is sad because I think he's a decent director. No, he is. Yeah, I don't, I don't have an issue with him at all. No, not at all. Um, the cast is really well, you know, really well cast, um, but I guess the script was just not there. And the, apparently they had an amazing first script or draft or whatever of it was, but yeah, hmm. sources say that the, the talks of the development of the project just fell apart when he came in. So, wow. Yeah. So that's the reason it has a sad box office. And apparently yeah. they really like chased after Tessa Thompson and uh, Chris Hemsworth. Like they were mm-hmm. like, we need these two in the movie. They have great chemistry. Let's just bank off of Thor Ragnarok. But it didn't work. That didn't work. Yeah. So moving along here into the <laughs> spoiler section of our review. Um, yeah. So we have a great cast. Um, I'm not going to name them all. I can't believe though. Okay, this is we're with spoilers. Mm-hmm. Rebecca Ferguson yeah. is in this movie yeah. for like five minutes. Yeah, barely. Yeah. But she's fantastic. I love her. No, she was good. She I, plays I enjoyed... a three armed mon- <laughs> monster uh, <laughs> alien. alien. Yeah. Um, she's great. She's fun. She knows what movie she's in. She's yeah. playing it campy. It was just caught me way off guard. I'm like, why are you in this movie? Yeah. You were you, you were way better than this movie. <laughs> 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 and for those who don't know, Rebecca Ferguson is from uh Greatest Showman, mm-hmm. uh Mission Impossible Fallout, and yeah. Rogue Nation. Yes. Um, she's fantastic. She's yeah. a great actress. She deserves way better. I mean, everyone deserves way better, but uh yeah. Um you have Ralph Ralph Spall in this. Um he's great. He's been in a bunch of movies. Um, obviously Tessa Thompson, Liam Neeson. Um Kamal Najari, Najari, sorry, he plays mm-hmm. Pawnee. Yeah, he does. He's um, hilarious. He's hilarious. Yes, th- this movie would not have been the same without him. Yeah, without Pawnee. No, yeah, Pawnee was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at one point too, he's like, "I want my name to be Steve." <laughs> <laughs> um, he was great. He's hilarious. Uh, obviously, Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I just, I don't know. The movie does a lot of things where I think it wants to play with nostalgia and it doesn't do it in the right ways. No, because we have no history with these characters. No. You can't play nostalgia with new characters, showing the viewers these new people without backstories and stuff. Well, they tried the backstories, sort of. Yeah, they tried backstories. It doesn't work. You, you have to give it time. And I, I, they tried to make Tessa Thompson's character, um, they tried to present her as like, um, I don't know, a quick study, a super smart girl. Exactly. Right? When, they, they, when, <laughs> when they show her in the scene where... She goes to different agencies and she's like, yeah, yeah I, I, okay, that's cool. Yeah, you're like the top ranking person. Where do you want to start? Yeah. Where do you want to be placed? You know where I want to go. I yeah. want to, you know, I want to go up. I want to go up. Yeah. And they're like, uh, to accounting? Yeah. That's a good joke. <laughs> and she's like, no, you know what I'm talking about? Like up in space. You know, yeah. I want to deal with those guys. And they're, everybody was like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I don't know. <sighs> they, 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 okay, so. I, I rewatched the first Men in Black in preparation for this yes, movie. Yes. So I was like, I want to compare the two. Mm-hmm. If this is a quasi-reboot, okay, let, let's, yeah. see, let's see what they do. She is Will Smith. Right. And she plays... I like her character. Mm-hmm. I don't not like her character. But they do the thing where Will Smith accidentally knocks that orb in the, in, when he first gets there. And it yeah. bangs around the yes. whole damn place, right? She does the same thing with the alien. With the alien, yes. the furry alien. Mm-hmm. And they're like, don't touch him. And then it goes crazy. And yeah. I'm like... That didn't work as nope, well. Didn't nope. work. Um, they do the whole like black suit thing where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, it looks the pretty montage. damn good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And apparently Tessa Thompson refused, literally refused to say the line, um, I make this look good. Yeah, no, that wouldn't have hit for And me it at wouldn't all. have hit because no. she, and she said, She's like, it's not my character. I'm not Will Smith. No. I'm a different type of character. Mm-hmm. I'm not that cocky. Yeah. And I was like, good, good on you, Tess Thompson. Exactly. You don't need to say that stupid no. line yeah, anyways. Yeah. It's not that great of a line anyways. <laughs> um and so she refused to say that line. But then this is where things get weird for me. So she's, she's trying to find the men in black. She uh-huh. finds the men in black and, you know, she goes, I found you. I found you to um, Emma Thompson's character, Agent O. And it kind of convinces her to give her a trial period. That's all cool. Like, I, I get it. I found you. But it didn't seem like you worked that hard to find them. Not like, really. I it mean, seems like that's pretty crazy that you found them in the first place. Yeah. And then... She's as she's recounting it. This is like terrible, terrible. I don't know editing or script writing or whatever they did. She explains to Agent O. She's like, "I found you. Wait, please don't neuralize me. Uh, it didn't work on me. It neuralized my parents, but not me." And I was like, "It didn't work on you because you weren't down there." Yeah, you. It was. It was a direct <laughs> flash. It was just like. Yeah, like yeah. you saw it happen. You exactly. Were in it front wasn't of the flash. no, not at all. So yeah, and. I was like, wait, what? And I, was I like, thought they were going to play on that a little bit more, like the, how she said it didn't work on me. I was like, wait, so is she unneuralizable? Yeah, 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 no, no, because she's like, it didn't work on me. I'm like, is that your superpower? Yeah, right. And then, so Agent O goes, you know, like, if you take on this, this responsibility, if you become a man in black, mm-hmm. you have to be a no, blah, 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 whatever. You can't have any family. And she goes, yeah, I have nothing. I'm, I'm like, she's super pumped. And I'm yeah. like, where are your parents? Yeah, you where'd they parents? go? Yeah, where'd they go? Did they die? Yeah, exactly. Like, we don't get explanations Nothing like why she feels like she can just abandon her yeah. family and who cares because it, they're going to erase her from all existence, you know? Yeah. So I was like, that's really weird. Like, they don't bring that up. I mean, granted, they didn't bring that up in Will Smith either when they do that to him no, not about really. his side of the family. Yeah. But it, I just thought it was weird because we saw her family. Exactly. We didn't see Will Smith's exactly. family. We're yep. like, oh, shit. Um, and so... She gets a trial, probation, whatever period. She goes to uh, Paris or London, sorry, London, the London branch, international. Um, and all of a sudden, she just knows everything. 
Like she gets there, I guess we're going to assume she's been there a couple days or weeks. It would have to be because when they're talking about um, like past missions and stuff like that, she acts like she knows exactly what the hell they're talking about. And how she says that um, she knows the, what are they called? The Jamarians? Yeah. Like she knows all about them. And I get that that's a lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's, I don't know. Like you don't know exactly how long she's been there, and but it seems like she's been there for a while because... But how did she learn? Like they present it as she knows a lot. Yeah. Like there's a there's a part in the movie where they crash like this hover bike, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden she just knows how to how fix to fix it? it exactly. How would she know how to fix it? And I, I get that I get that Chris Hemsworth is mostly fixing it. Yeah. But, but she's still, helping out. Yeah. And she doesn't seem that shocked by anything. I get it. She's been hunting yeah. for the Men in Black and aliens, and and she's supposed to not be so shocked by everything. Mm-hmm. But I mean, come on, give me a little bit. Like even Will Smith in the first movie is just like, what the hell is going on here? Like exactly. he's still a little like taken aback by everything, but she doesn't seem phased by any of it. And she's very pumped. And I don't like <laughs> I keep saying this. I don't like um <laughs> I don't like the fact that um she just like forces her way into Chris Hemsworth. Like she's just like, "Oh, I'm going to be I'm going to help this guy out. And it's like, why? Because he's good looking? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, she just wants to jump on, like, something. Yeah. Um, and then, can we get into the villains? Or if they're the villains, the, 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 the fake out? So oh, the, yeah, yeah. So we have, this is the worst cliche in a movie. We have two villains. Twins. Okay, they look dope. Yeah. No, they look fucking badass. They look dope when they're not yeah. the twins. Yeah. <laughs> when they're, like, the <laughs> particle galaxy yeah, yeah. aliens. Yeah, yeah. sick. Yeah. Great design. So those aliens show up, they kill one guy, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden become two guys, and they're sort of twins. Yeah. But I was like, what the French? Like, okay. They break dance fight. Yeah. They that do. is so bad, Naughty. What <laughs> the fuck? I'm sorry for my language, but what the hell? I, why are your villains breakdancing? They're from space. How would they even know how to fight like that? It makes no it sense. It doesn't make like, any sense. They walk into the club, they're menacing, and then all of a sudden they start bouncing up and down. They're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh my God, my body. And they're breakdancing. They're like, we have no reference, frame of reference for the, the guy that they killed mm-hmm. being a breakdancer. Like, that would make more sense. Like, killing a dancer and taking over his body, great. He's like sweeping floors. <laughs> like we have no idea if like yeah, they exactly. just want to dance because the music or what's going on in the like the the whole scene is like really dumb. And then it proceeds out outside. They're trying to get this thing, this weapon from this other alien. So they want to, so they trank him. Mm-hmm. But then they they go outside to kill him. And I'm like, why did you trank him? Like, I, you poisoned him, but then you're going to kill him? Uh, uh, okay, why didn't you just blow him up outside? Like, wait till he got outside. And then they proceed to break dance a little more outside and, and slow things down and use their abilities, which was kind of cool, I guess. But I hate any dancing in movies with villains <laughs> or break dancing in general. Like, I love break dancing as a, as a form of art style or you know, dance style. But when it comes to movies, do not break dance. Please <laughs> stop doing that. Oh, you my like God. Krav Maga? Oh, yeah, my God. Freaking uh, Brazilian dance fighting. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I hate that. It's so dumb. It's so cliche. And it's not funny. Like, they try and present it as funny. I'm like, this isn't funny. This is bad. This is really bad. You're trying to present these characters as menacing and a threat. And then you have them dance in the middle of your movie. It's just um, like, oof. They reminded me of 
um, oh. a combination of the twins from the Matrix. Yeah, the twins from the Matrix yeah. is what I thought too. Yeah, because they have uh, dreads. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's what I what's what I thought of automatically, and because they can phase in between stuff and stuff like that. It totally reminded me of that. Yeah, and I mean it's 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 a it's such a great design that I felt it like is. it was wasted. It was. Yeah. So so, anyways, they uh, they kill that alien, but then those two aliens uh, disappear. Whatever they can, like, kind of mess with matter. They're trying to find this weapon. Oh, um, back, hold on, back to that scene real quick. I love that fight scene when they're fighting them in the street and they start pulling weapons out of the car, like literally from the car itself. That was sick. Yeah, that the, was so. The cool. weapons come out of the car. The yeah. hubcaps, the yeah. side mirrors, like it's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. And. Tessa Thompson does a good job of being surprised mm-hmm. by the fact that, oh, oh, wow, this mirror does this. Like, yeah, she's exactly. kind of like, she's like, you want me to pull it off and throw it at him? Yeah, it's so, it, <laughs> we, we just never really get a handle on what she does know or what she doesn't no, know. Not really. And I felt like when I was watching Men in Black 1, and I, I, I hate to compare movies because it is supposed to be sort of like a technical, mm-hmm. you know, technically a reboot, but in that movie, the whole time, Will Smith is like, stop neuralizing these people. What is that doing to people? Is that going to mess somebody up? And then he's constantly messing up and like firing weapons in public. Like he is completely unaware of like really how he's supposed to do his job. Like he's still trying to operate as a cop mm-hmm. and he's trying to adapt and listen to See, Tommy Lee Jones. With that, I mean, she doesn't have any formal training or informal training, whatever. Yeah. Because she, she goes to all these different government agencies to... to find the men in black and when she doesn't find them she doesn't get recruited she doesn't continue on with it she just goes back to her job as a tech uh, uh what is it like a, a uh, i don't even know what she does she, it's the people you call when your computer's not working yeah she's like it or whatever exactly she's like an it person yeah so when she shows up though and she gets her trial run they do like a tiny quick montage of her getting all her weapons mm-hmm. and doing all this stuff and then like it shows like oh tests pass tests pass so she, yeah, exactly. she did some tests and she says, you know, she drops lines in the movie, like, I'm a quick study. I, I learn fast. I, I won't let you down. And I'm like, okay, I get that you're saying that you're a quick study, and that, but I need to see all this stuff. Like, all of a sudden, you know certain yeah, things, yeah. but you don't know other things. <laughs> like, why are you surprised by the car and the weapons inside of it? Shouldn't that be standard training? Like, hey, your car is a weapon, but then you know how to build a bike or fix a hover bike? Like, mm-hmm. where does your training end and begin? Like, I never get a real handle on what she does and doesn't know. Um, I, I don't know. These characters just feel so surface level to me. Um, but the, the big, I guess the big plot that we're kind of dancing around is Chris Hemsworth and Liam Neeson went to go fight an alien race called the Hive in uh, Paris on the Eiffel Tower. We don't know what happened. All we know, or we don't see what happened. All we know is they defeated the Hive um, with uh, only their wit and their seven series, whatever, <laughs> gun. Yeah. And they keep repeating it. Like, yeah, de-atomizer, I, I, yeah. Yeah, de-atomizer, I, yeah. I, I saved the world. And that's what Chris Hemsworth says. And the whole time, everyone around Chris Hemsworth is saying he's changed since he saved the world. Like, he's not the same person. He's not acting the same. He's different. He's different. And his alien friend who has the weapon that the two villains are trying to get mm-hmm. um, even says the same thing. He's just like, he's different, he's different. Um, and so they can't trust him. And so he gives the weapon to Tessa Thompson and says, don't keep it. I don't know who knows what, but you know, keep it safe. I, I'll trust you. And so she even doesn't know who to trust. She's just like, crap, I'm the new guy, I'm the rookie. Mm-hmm. I don't know who to trust. I don't know this guy from you know Joe Schmo. Um, and eventually it all comes to light that it's a weapon. And then she start. I think she starts to realize like, oh, he was neuralized, you know? And then Chris Hemsworth starts to realize like, wait, how did I save the earth twice? You know, like, it's just like, it's funny. Cause yeah. like 
the whole time I'm thinking like, yeah, bro, you were probably fucking neuralized. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's why you keep <laughs> repeating the same <laughs> sentence. Because um, that's apparently what you do now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never, they never established in the old movies that neuralizing somebody makes them different. Yeah. Well, like, it changed his personality. Because he went from the top agent to somebody who's very sloppy and laid back and sort of doesn't care. When he was neuralized, they could have, because when you neuralize somebody, you, you tell them what they're supposed to do from that point on. So they could have changed him that way. Yeah, maybe. And we still don't get that either. We still no. don't get to see him get no. neuralized. Uh-uh. Um, so anyways, uh, just reveal it here in spoilers. Liam Neeson is the villain. Yeah, which I, I knew it. Yeah. It was, it was going to be between him or the, uh, the squirrely agency. guy. Yeah, the squirrely which, guy. Man, they need to pronounce stuff better than me because I'm horrible at it too. <laughs> Every time they said this guy's name, they're like, Agent C. I thought they were saying Agent Z and then C, and I was like, which is it? Because I can't hear you. Um, it's Ralph Spall's character. Yeah. And, um, or Spell, however you pronounce his last name. See, I can't even do it myself. Um, but yeah, I was like, Agent C or Z? Like, what the hell? I had to look it up. So it's Agent C. Because um, he's got a hard on for Chris Hemsworth, and he's mm-hmm. trying to, like, you know, get him fired. Yeah, get him fired. And then I think they both come, come to, like, realize or whatever that it's Liam Neeson. And, um, Man, it's just, it's a weird plot twist because it's like, okay, that's been done a million times. The good guy's the bad guy. Always, yeah. And I feel bad for Liam Neeson because he doesn't even get really any character development other than like he's Chris Hemsworth's sort of mentor. And father figure. And and father figure. But then he turns into this hive creature and that's a cool design. Yeah, Uh, I thought that was dope. Um, I think all the designs in the movie are dope, by the way. Um, all the CGI creatures mm-hmm. and, and, and the special effects work really well. The one thing that I didn't like was I felt like the first movie did special effects, definitely. 100% did CGI. But I think they blended it better with practical effects. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I was going to okay. say that, too. I didn't like um, how they did CG for everything. They didn't need yeah, CG everything. for everything. Yeah. They could have easily done practical effects with a lot of the stuff in this movie and they didn't do it. No, everybody is yeah. CGI. Yeah, it and was I'm like, unnecessary. What? Like there's why? Not, there's not one practical effect yeah. in this? Like no. in Men in Black One, there's a bunch of characters yeah. in the background who are makeup. Yeah. Who are practical people. And I love that. Blended with the CGI. Yeah. Like, that's fine. Like you CGI, like the first one did it too, but come on, can we get some real aliens in there in the yeah. mix? Yeah. Um I did like the scene in the beginning though where uh she uses a newspaper to find them in a black and it's uh I don't remember the character's name, but it's like uh, Frank comes home to see his kids and it's this weird, ugly looking alien. It's like a yeah. green blob. Yeah. And then it's actually what he looks like. And he's like, come on guys, I'm just trying to see my kids, man. Come on. What's the problem? And I'm like, that's hilarious Yeah, because it's the worst design ever, but it's oh, yeah. actually what he looks like. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, this is just not what I wanted from a men of black movie. And I don't even know what I really want from a men of black movie. Um, I really enjoyed the first one. I think the music, I think the design, I think the story of the first one works really well. I would even go as far as to say the third one works really well for me for some reason, even though it's it's a little funky. But I I I love um, Thanos. I love that he's in that movie. Um, (laughs) Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. I love. (laughs) He looks exactly like Tommy Lee Jones, dude, and he nails it. Oh, does that performance is good? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He nails it, and um, I like that they brought it back to the heart. The, you know oh, franchise yeah. i love that it ties all three of them in together perfectly. people hate the third one why i don't i'm like i hate the second one but i got a reason to hate the second one it's just not a good story <laughs> and um 
I don't like I don't like the second one at all. It, it feels super forced because they bring Kay out of retirement and I don't I don't like it. Don't like the second one. Um, I like the third one. Yeah, and I don't like the fourth one now. Um, but I bet you it's doing bananas overseas. Possibly, because yeah. it's literally called international. Like if you guys weren't begging to make money overseas, you wouldn't have called it international. Um, so far, U.S. gross only thirty million. Damn, that is disappointing. Yeah. And the budget was one hundred and ten million. Damn. Yeah, at one hundred and fourteen minutes long, and it's it's a little too long too. It's only an hour and 46 minutes long. That's long for this movie. <laughs> the, fir- the first movie is like 99 minutes. Hmm. <laughs> it's like under 100 minutes. Yeah. Like that's like, I don't know. That's a perfect consistency. Um, consistency. That's a perfect, uh, perfect time for me. Um, anything you want to pick out though? Anything you want to mention? Anything you want to bring up? Um, anything that stood out to you? Other than those cool alien twins? That was cool. Um, By the way... Their names on the cast list are literally yeah. alien twins. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Any scene with Pawnee in it was, was good. I, I love all Pawnee. his jokes. Yeah, his jokes were, were so good. Yeah. And picking that actor to, to play Pawnee was, was good on them. My queen. Yeah. 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 I love it. And he saves yeah. the universe. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, does. Yeah, he does. It's awesome. Um, um, how did yeah. you like the callback from the beginning of the movie for that little alien that she helps? Um, I like the callback. Okay. I, I thought it worked for me. Because um, I know you love your callbacks. I love my callbacks. <laughs> I, I knew it the whole time. Yeah. Like as soon as that, that character shows up. So um, they lose the weapon in the desert. Yeah. It gets sold to Riza, um, Rebecca Ferguson's character, which is an alien. She's like a weapons dealer. She's kind of dangerous. She has a, uh, a history with Chris Hemsworth's character, Agent um, H. Sorry, Agent H. Um, so they go there to try and steal the weapon back, and it's on an island. I think it's the James Bond island. It looks like it. It looks, like it looks it, right? a lot like okay. it. So they go there, and um, Rebecca Ferguson, we've already talked about it. She's uh, amazing. But then there's another alien that's there as like, her bodyguard, and he's blue and furry, kind of looks like Beast um, from X-Men. Um, and I was like, ooh, I wonder if that little alien grew up. And see, I didn't put that together. I did. I, I, I immediately was like, I wonder if that's him. It's going to be crazy if it yeah. is. And I wonder how they're going to play it out. But I was like, it kind of looks like that little blue <laughs> alien. And the only reason I thought that is because the movie straight out tells you. Yeah. It says out loud, um, when the agents come to neuralize the parents, mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're saying something before they talk to the parents. Like, yeah, they're like, oh, the type of alien that it is. And they say, when that alien grows up, it's going to be a, a monster. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's dangerous. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, this guy looks dangerous. Maybe that's, yeah. maybe that's it. And so Tessa Thompson, um, or Chris Hemsworth, gets beat up by this character. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they figure it out that they're trying to steal the weapon. And that's when we get the Thor, the Thor reference. Yeah, the Thor reference. With the, that was an incredible catch. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then Chris Hemsworth's like, don't try and talk to him. He's a whatever type of alien. They don't, they don't care. And uh, Tessa Thompson's character, Agent M, immediately goes, wait, what kind of alien? Because she remembers from her past. She's like, wait, I met one of those. And then she says the phrase that the little alien says to her when she saves him. Um, and she doesn't know what it means or whatever, which I, the minute you go to MIB, wouldn't you type that into some language thing and figure out? Anyway, whatever. So she says it to him and he's like, what'd you say? And then she goes, uh, I can't remember what she says, but he goes, um, uh, Maggie, she calls, he calls her by a real name and she's like, Oh my God, Oh my God, how you 
in. And then they freak out. And then he turns on Riza mm-hmm. because the phrase is, I will basically kill anyone for you for helping me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's pretty dope. Because she's like, what does that phrase mean? He's like, I will murder anyone that comes in between you and me. And like, <laughs> it's this whole thing. And I guess they're a very loyal race. So if you help them out, they're going to help you out. And I thought that was a really cool callback. And I'm glad he didn't turn, turn again. Like he didn't play like a three coat thing. Um, I like the reference. I thought it was cool. I thought he would join the fight with them. Yeah, I did too. I was hoping he was going to also, but he didn't. Yeah, no, he kind of kicked back, but I like the callback. I thought I thought it was a sweet callback and a little unexpected because he doesn't look the same. No, he doesn't. So I I think that's why that's why I didn't realize it at first. I was like, because when when it finally hit me, I was like, oh shit. Well, because he looks like a Pokemon when you first see him. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, he totally looks like a Pokemon. And then when you see him next, he literally looks like this rough and grumble beast character Mm -hmm. from like way back when. Yeah. Um, but no, it all, it all, that kind of worked for me, that callback. Um, there, there's sprinkles of good stuff in there. Mm -hmm. There really is. Um, but the whole plot that Liam Neeson wants to set up Chris Hemsworth and steal the weapon and give it back to the hive because the hive is one unit. And then we get the fake out with the two twins and Tessa Thompson just knows everything. It's just not the, whatever script was original there to pull the cast in. It wasn't there at the end. No, definitely not. Yeah. And it, it, it was a hot mess. So, but let's get into ratings. <laughs> uh, would you like me to go first or you go, go ahead? First? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm giving it an F. Ooh. Yeah. Damn. I'm sorry. It's an F. Um, I don't give many of those out, but <laughs> no. Men in Black International yeah. pulled it out of me. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, I st- like I said, I enjoyed it. I mean, it wasn't the greatest one out of the franchise or the greatest movie I've ever seen in general. Yeah, but just be honest. What do you feel like it deserves? I'd say C+. Plus. Okay. C+. Plus. I mean, it was still entertain- entertaining enough for me. Um, the comedy hit, you know? Yeah. But... It's like yeah. one of those movies where I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't, I'm not mad that I saw it, but I'm never going to watch it again. That's how it is for me. Like, I'm never going to rent that or buy that <laughs> to watch it again. Because I'm like, I got everything I needed out of that movie, and I'll leave it at the theater. <laughs> <laughs> I was just upset that we didn't get a call back to Asian K or Asian J. Yeah. You I know? mean, well, we get the painting. There's like a oil Is that paint. them? That's them fighting the bug. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was too, but then yeah. I was like, wait, maybe it's not. Yeah, because I looked it up afterward, and they yeah. said that, like... But I love that the only two times the world has been saved yeah. are those two instances, and they put the patents on the wall. I'm like, you haven't saved the world more than that? Like, I feel like there's more times that yeah. the world has been saved. I mean, wasn't the second and third one? Yeah. I, whatever. Anyways. Yeah. This movie sucks. <laughs> um, all right. So, before we leave... Yeah. You mind if I shout Go out? Ahead. Okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> Naughty's mom uh, went on to our website and left us a, a very nice comment, and we really appreciate it. Um, any subscriber, anybody who ever downloads our episodes or comments, we always really, really appreciate it. But this is a special one. Naughty's mom took time out of her day, downloaded the app, went over, listened to an episode, and left us a comment. So, Naughty's mom, I just want to shout you out. I love you. I appreciate you always commenting <laughs> on our stuff and helping us out. So, she said... Hello, mijos. Uh, it's me, Naughty's mom. Love this episode so far, but I don't like all the f bombs. 
<laughs> Sad face. Um, sorry we cussed so much. Uh, it makes me feel like I'm back in high school getting scolded. Um, <laughs> but we love you. And uh, I tried not to cuss so much in this one. Um, I didn't. Yeah. Not he didn't, though. <laughs> Bad boy. Go to your room. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, I had to do that. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs> um, okay. Well, thank you guys for joining us on another adventure. We really appreciate it. Uh, until next time, guys, I'm Randy. I'm Nutty. Peace out. Peace.